At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. We are back. It's hour number three of primetime action on this Wednesday night. Back with Jeff Parles, Kelly Bindler behind the glass. I'm Ben Wilson. We were having the discussion off air. If Kelly were to win the one and done, or, or whoever were to bring win the on, one and done. Bring it on. It's a great who, on air discussion. Who and which restaurant in Las Because the, the loser has to, has to uh, buy so, the meal. So which restaurant yeah. would be the choice? The winner, the winner chooses the place. The loser has to buy right. the, meal, the meal and booze. And the second, second guy place, should, you're, just, you're along for the ride. Yeah, you're, you're along the ride for a free meal. So right now I'm in second place. Okay, I obviously. figured out the place I would and we, we, the, t- the one and done is very tight right now. This is as tight, way tighter than it was last year when I did win. Um, when I did win. When I did win. Humble brag. But, uh, yeah, humble brag, yep. But, uh, so right now I don't really get a choice. But, you know, we were talking off air, and look, they go to a nice restaurant on the Strip, Gil and Matt are way too used to that. I need to bring them out of their element. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm gonna need to get like a like a sketchy like street taco place like somewhere. You know what I mean? Something like that. But you guys help me figure out some good options. We're gonna take a, we're gonna take them to uh chi- we're gonna to go to Chinatown or something like that. Get them and off we fi- the street. No, we figured it out. The fi- there's a five star restaurant in Chinatown that is a French restaurant that is only tasting menus, and I'm yep. sure it would be a massive bill. So. I kind of want to see Gil at the Golden Tiki. Make make that a, would dr- be a great make him some umbrella. Dr- you know, or something like that. Really, just to really second. doesn't fit his style. No, not at all. Yeah. What makes you say that? Come on, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get creative. If I win yeah. this year, I'm getting way more creative than a steak dinner. Let's not put the cart before the horse, though, Kelly. We got three weeks to go. Cam Davis, big week on, on tap. Yeah, we'll, yeah uh, I need some help, Cam. Absolutely. Seeing a John going to give his, his bets out uh, when he joins us here in about 15 minutes. But for right now, Jeff, 
it's the Wednesday of All-Star Week, which means there are zero sporting events going on right now, except random exhibition soccer, which got us thinking, shouldn't we give our perspectives on the Premier League season? And if you're wondering, wait, isn't this a little bit early to start talking soccer? Well, because of the World Cup in Qatar this November into December, this everything starts in the next two weeks, the first weekend of the Premier League, and for that matter, a bunch of the other leagues, Bundesliga, Ligue 1, in uh, France, those all start the first week of August. So now is sort of the time to get into this and, and make some wagers because the Premier League, the most heavily bet domestic league globally. Jeff, Jeff is one of those guys. He only likes to bet, you know, the French third tier and the you know, Belarusian. No, no, no. We league can't bet Cup. the Belarusians. Come on. Well, in past years. Yeah, I mean, League 2 was, 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 was a cash cow for League a little bit. League 2 was the cutoff, apparently, for one Jeff Parles. But let's look at the Premier League futures where you've got Man City. Last year's defending champ, uh, they have won, what, six of the last 11 Premier League titles. Just a, just a ridiculous stretch for Man City. They are your primitive favorites, minus a buck 65. Liverpool up next at plus 250. What's funny for us, Jeff, there's, so there's a top four bet I like, and there's a relegation bet I like. But I don't really know if there's anything you can, you can really play on the actual outright market. What we should point out, though, outside of the COVID year of 2020, this has got to be the weirdest at least from a pure scheduling standpoint, the weirdest domestic club season we have ever had because we've never had a month-long stoppage in the middle of the year for a World Cup. Now, there's the African Cup of Nations that happens every year where some of the top African guys will have to leave. We've seen that like when Chelsea had Samuel Eto'o and Didier Drogba. They were just gone for a month. But we're talking some of these teams, I mean, half their guys will be playing in the World Cup with like zero rest coming back and then launching immediately back into this uh, domestic season. So, so how, how does the season work then, Ben? Are we, are we technically starting a little earlier? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're about two weeks early. Two weeks oh, early. And it'll, yeah. it'll end a little later as well. So, I mean, this is, this is going to be like, if you look at Man City and Liverpool too, and they are, those are two, they're, they're in Champions League as well, which you, gotta, you have to fit in the Champions League, you have to fit in the League Cup, you have to fit in the FA Cup. There's so many different layers to this. So Man City and Liverpool are each going to play 24 matches in a 105-day span from opening day in the Premier League until, uh, until, November, uh, until that November stretch, right before the start of the World Cup. That's a, that's a competitive match every 4.37 days, Jeff. And that's I tough. mean, that's ridiculous. So, I'm, uh, Man City, look, the roster's loaded. They just signed Erling Haaland, arguably the best, you know, the best young striker in the world right now. Signed him, paid a ton of cash from Dortmund. It is a team that, by all measures, should be the rightful favorite. Liverpool, it, you know, Liverpool. I wouldn't say that they got worse, Jeff, but they did lose Sadio Mane to Bayern Munich. They signed a young, uh, powerful striker to fill his shoes. So they at least, it's not like they, they really lost a ton, and they still have Mo Salah, who even though he's a 30-plus-year-old you know, guy, he's still one of the best strikers in the world right now. So you have to give Liverpool a puncher's chance. How do you approach this, though, knowing that these teams are going to be so heavily taxed out of the gate? Do you, do you automatically, Jeff, favor these teams with a good infrastructure, or could this set up for a little more chaos there in the top four? Can I, can I just give you one thing for a team that's not going to be in the top four real quick because yeah. we've been talking about these friendlies for the preseason for the European <laughs> yeah. teams uh, coming over playing these MLS teams who are taking a, a midweek break. Out of Minnesota right now, Everton nil. Minnesota United, five, three, oh. <laughs> almost, <laughs> but that's, I don't care if that's Everton's D team. That's not good. That's uh, not but, where but you we'll want get to be. We'll get to the relegation oh, odds a little later. Ben, this is a two horse race and uh, this is going to be a two horse race until one of either the three London clubs 
in Tottenham, Chelsea, and Arsenal, and I, I know we've been waiting on Arsenal for years and years now, mm-hmm. or Manchester United, which just has not been the same team since the Glazers bought them. We're going to wait. We have to wait for one of those four teams to really step up their game and spend at the level that Man City and Liverpool are willing to spend. Now, Tottenham's had a very interesting offseason, Ben. We've seen those odds that were mostly 30 to 1 yeah. after the Premier League season ended. And they're now the third favorite with Chelsea at 14 to 1. They're, you're laying a price for Tottenham to finish in the top four. But, Ben, this is, if you're. And the outrights, you can't bet anyone other than Man City or Liverpool. Those are the only two teams to bet on. Man City will probably win the league yet again. Probably, yeah. But it just, it really is amazing for a league that, again, has had plenty of spurts of domination by individual teams. You really are two teams and out here to realistically win Mm -hmm. this league year in and year out at this point until one of those other four, again, Tottenham, Chelsea, Man U, and Arsenal, one of those four really needs to say, all right, we are committed economically here to compete with these teams. And they just aren't there right now. And again, I know Chelsea as a whole, obviously under new ownership because of the the oligarch who had to sell. Roman Abramovich forced to sell. Right. So it's a a whole it's a whole different thing now with Chelsea who where he had enough money to spend, but now it's a different day there. Right. I would uh, Antonio Conte, who won a title at Chelsea, he is now back in the Premier League. He is at Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Give them a, I mean, a, a manager I really do respect from a just a game manager motivational perspective. So they they in Chelsea fourteen to one. The one I'd be looking at though in the in these top four markets, I actually, and we don't have these right now in Nevada, so can't can't bet this yet. Hopefully these will these will pop here in the next couple of weeks. Shocking. Shocking, Kelly Bidlin says behind the glass. I heard that. <laughs> Shocking. Manchester United top four though is actually one I would I would wager on plus one thirty. And the big the big reason why. So a you're getting an, once again a new manager. Eric Ten Hag comes in. Guy was at Ajax, the dominant club in in the Netherlands. We'll see how that transition goes. They have. I mean, you go back from the David Moyes to the Louis Van Gaal to the Jose Mourinho. It has been nothing but swing and miss there for Manu. You talked about it, Jeff. New ownership as well in uh, in Manchester there. But the big thing for me, this is actually the one situation of these top teams, of the projected top six teams. I actually think they'll be in pretty good shape just uh, for, just stamina-wise because I don't know what – I don't really know what Garrett Southgate, the England manager, is really thinking here. But Marcus Rashford and Jaden Sancho, two of the best – I mean, Rashford's kind of on a different level. But those are two guys who are among the best pure forward striker players under 25 in the world. They weren't even on the England international squad all summer. So they've, I mean, now they might end up on the final World Cup roster, but they, this is the longest summer break those guys have had, I mean, in three, four years because of how condensed everything has been, especially when you go back to, to COVID, the 2020 year, how everything has been really, really tight. These guys haven't had much of, of an offseason at all now for three years, most of the top guys. Rashford and Sancho will be extremely fresh, more time to get that system going under Ten Hag, a new coach who, who had fantastic results at Ajax. As a, as a result, I, I certainly believe, Jeff, between Tottenham and Chelsea, I'm going to go out on a limb and say one of those two teams will disappoint. I, don't I, I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be surprising to me if, if Chelsea was that team, given all the turmoil behind the scenes, and there's a lot of personnel things that they have not really sorted out. There was the whole thing where uh, they, they had Romelu Lukaku wanted to come back, and they basically said, we don't want you, so he goes back to Inter Milan. Well, it's a, it's a mess. So give me Man U at a plus price there to finish top Which uh, Which team has the real Ted Lasso? 
or the fake Ted Lasso. The fake, well, the fake Ted Lasso That's not a was, real club. was, uh, was, <laughs> that was man, you, that they got, they got rid of the, the fake Ted, the, yeah. Oh, here oh, you're talking about the real life. Yes, the, the guy who was called the one who was Ted compared Lasso. Ted yes. Lasso not Isn't there the some actual... American manager over in the Premier League? No, no, no. Well, there it, there was. It was a, a short period. It was a short period of time. Oh, okay. of time. Yeah, right. it, I, I didn't include that on the list of Man U failures, but it didn't go well. Gotcha. Didn't go well. Right. So that's one I like. Uh, at the bottom, I'd actually. So we have relegation odds too, Jeff. These yes. are more fun for me. So if you look at the expected goals from last year, Wolves, who finished tenth in the table. They they were the leaders in the most fortunate team by expected you know, by expected goals expected goals allowed. They gained about ten points above their expected metric last year, based on the expected goals, the advanced data. They should have finished about seventeenth in the table. Really, no signings that are that are that make a big difference for them. Uh, it, it's been a team that they're one of those teams that they've always been very low budget, but they found a way to get the most out of it. Yet when I see those teams, Jeff, that that are not really analytically sound and they are. They're, they're getting, uh, they're essentially getting variants on their side. I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing right now. Wolves are in the. You can get six to one in some shops. I think the numbers we have at DraftKings plus five fifty. I certainly believe like the Fulham and AFC Bournemouth are two teams that just came up from the championship. I expect those teams to stay up this year. I don't know what we're going to get out of the out of the third team that uh, that came up since they've really never been there in recent history before. But I think there's going to be one surprise at, at least that. This happens every year. We don't see coming. Like Nottingham Forest, it'll be tough for them to, to stay up. I give Bournemouth and Fulham. Those are teams with legit infrastructures. And who have and Bournemouth had a long run in the Prem under Eddie Howell recently. I, I expect both of those teams to stay up. I think uh, I think Wolves could be could be that shot. Jesse Marsh, manager of Leeds United, American. Jesse Marsh, not there you go. The other Ted Lasso. I don't know. Uh, maybe some more Premier League talk later in the show. But up next, Sienna John talking some golf. 3M Open discussion continues next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because then I need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on primetime action where we, uh, we did not find out when the season three of Ted Lasso will be coming out, Jeff uh, and Kelly, but we did find out the origins of one uh, Jesse Marsh. Racine, Wisconsin. Man, I just dunked on you guys so hard. Kelly knows EPL more about knowledge. soccer than anybody in this room. Just you guys exercise. give a 10 minute breakdown. I'm like, who's that American guy who just got hired by a team? And I was You're like, like no I have no idea. idea. The Leeds United. Uh, but we're, yeah, it was Ralph Rangnick was the guy who, man, you last year was referred to as Ted Lasso. He's not American, but... Apparently was holding some very old school training sessions is the way we'll 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 leave it at. Yeah. It, it, by the way, does that mean that Leeds will get a little bit better defensively this year? Because they were just well, they, under, they, they were very leaky last under year. Under Christian Biel or Marcelo Bielsa, they were uh, yes, that was their very run and gun. He was like the Steve Spurrier of Premier League coaches last year, Jeff. It but, was all but, offense, not much defense. By the way, what is the American sport equivalent of of Everton losing three three nil at half to Minnesota United? What is that even what like? Is the American equivalent? Like, yeah, like if we sent, not like, sure there is. If we if we sent like the, the Sacramento Kings across the I, uh, pond, and did they you would, get you know what I have, into a, I have one for it. Did you watch the? Uh, there was that thirty for thirty on the um, the the U.S. Women's National Team for basketball. That the, the thing yes. that launched the ninety yeah, yes, that yes, launched the yes, WMBA. Yes, that was so actually they had, really they good. Had to, it was an outstanding thirty for thirty, 30 yeah. where they had to win like seventy some straight. They sent them on this barnstorming tour around the world. And it was essentially like, if it goes well, we'll give you, we'll fund the WNBA. That was the message from David Stern. So it was so intense because the entire team was like, we can't lose. They were, they had footage from some like icy gym in middle of nowhere, Russia, where they were down like 30 at the half. That's the equivalent to some no name Russian club team. And they came back and won. And that started the legend. Anyway, there you go. I highly recommend that 30 for 30. Anyway. Dream on, by the way, is the name Dream of it. Dream on. There we go. Not the Aerosmith song, but the, uh, that, but the 30 for 30. All right, we have C and a job. Don't want to keep C waiting any longer. Uh, it is the 3M Open this week. We've already done our uh, golf draft, our one and done. See you. Thanks for bearing with us as we discuss ridiculous soccer things and make comps to other, you know, foreign ridiculous things. Uh, anyway, it's a, it's a long preamble into welcoming you on here. Um, for the stuff you were looking at this week in the 3M, certainly a bit of that hangover coming off the Open Championship. Uh, what is what has caught your eye as you've started to do the deep dive into the numbers here this week? Yeah, Ben, Jeff, uh, Kelly, thanks for having me. I'll tell you what, what's caught my eye, especially in this tournament where we only have three years uh, of history in Blaine, Minnesota, is that there's a lot to be said for guys that are sort of back in the pack, guys that that are in the longer odds range, both from an outright standpoint, top 40, top 20, things of that nature. I mean, you, you can tell by looking at the roster here that there's not a ton of talent at the top. I mean, obviously, Tony Finau, Sung J.M., Hideki Matsuyama, they're the class of this field. But I think there's going to be a lot of room for some of these, I wouldn't say no-name guys, but some of these guys who 
typically struggle with talented fields to make a name for themselves. And I say that in the particular context of the FedEx Cup playoffs starting very soon. We're only a few tournaments away from that. There's a lot of these middle tier guys that have a lot to play for to qualify in inside the top 125, some of them trying to get inside the top 75 for the, the BMW championship as well. So th there's a lot on the line, even though it doesn't seem like that one tournament after a major. See, is it harder now with uh, the addition of the, of the Live Tour as well, pulling guys out who would normally play in this event? Uh, is it harder for you to handicap these smaller events after majors? And now, obviously, we saw before the majors at the John Deere, one of the worst fields we saw in a while. This one's a little bit better, though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's harder, actually, because a lot of those guys that are just, you know, tucked in the in the, you know, 50 and 100 and even 150, 200 to one range. You know, I'm in a lot of golf handicappers. We're all kind of familiar with those names still. So it's not like these are names we've never heard of that are suddenly thrust in the in the range of, of golfers we might bet. So, no, I don't think it's harder. In fact, I think for people on this show, frankly, myself and and you three and people who are handicapping golf, I think there's a built in advantage because we do know some of these I hate to say it like this, these lesser PGA Tour yeah. golfers, which is honestly, it's, it's paradoxical to even say lesser and PGA Tour in the same sentence. But you know what I mean. We have guys on the screen right now that Grayson Sig, for example, not a lot of people know him. Well, well we do. Uh, Patton Kazire, Tyler Duncan, who I like this week, Chesson Hadley, who I like this week. These guys that have been on the tour for quite some time, and we have the metrics, we have the data to support whether they're going to do well or whether they're not going to do well. And C. and Ajani find his work at the Wind Daily Sports PGA Analyst, their coast of the Wind daily show on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Follow Matt. See you in a jet. You, Jeff and I and then Kelly behind the glass, we're all just kind of nodding our heads like, yep, we the, the, rant, the Hayden, we just did our draft. It's like the Hayden Buckley bets coming in there and you look at Brendan Steele or you look I had Lucas Glover was one of my, my long bombs as we kind of work backwards. And I know you mentioned just a couple of the guys. We'll go backwards here, kind of work from back to front to the top of your card. Who are some of those long bombs that you you settled on? And is your strategy for these? Are you going to play the, the triple digit outrights? Or are you going to look at some of these top 20, even top 40s where you can still get pretty healthy plus numbers on a lot of those guys. Yeah, well, I think there's definitely uh, both is the answer to your question. I definitely, first of all, the names you just mentioned, Buckley and, and a couple of those other names, I, I think they're very much in play here. I mean, this is the type of tournament where one of those guys, listen, the last few you winners here, you know, Michael Thompson, uh, Matthew Wolf, who wasn't Matthew Wolf when he won this tournament. So there is room for some of those guys. Austin Smotherman is sort of in that Hayden Buckley ilk. He's 80 to one. I, I like him in this tournament, a great ball striker, much like Hayden Buckley, frankly. Um, I think both of those guys are in play, but I have on my card. Hard, I have Austin Smotherman at 80 to one working sort of, you know, backward, if you will. Emiliano Grillo, I really like he's 65 to one. Um, there, there's there's so much we can say about Emiliano, Emiliano Grillo. But I will say this. He hasn't been good this year, but I've started to see a trend where the ball striking is sort of back into the Grillo fold of. Uh, or I should say mold of two or three years ago where he's, you know, classically been a good ball striker. The putting has actually improved a little bit lately. He's not, he's, he's not firmly on team no putt anymore, although he's still sort of touching that, that's um, stratosphere. Uh, I do like him at 65 to one CT pan at uh, plus 5,500 or 55 to one. I like him quite a bit. If the off the tee and the approach game can sort of join together in, in one tournament, he absolutely has a, has a shot to win this tournament. Usually the off the tee game is hot and the approach is off or, or vice versa. 
Arista. But I think CT Pan in this field could actually really flash. Brendan Steele, um, I think you guys were talking about him earlier. Listen, this guy is an absolute monster when it comes to the metrics themselves. And the finishing positions haven't really been that bad either. He's actually, you know, sometimes the metrics don't match the finishing positions. But in this case, he's made seven cuts in a row, including two top tens. He hasn't played a ton lately. Uh, I don't know that that really worries me one way or the other. I will say this. The ball striking has been unbelievable. If we go back to like March, uh, that's he's, he's played seven tournaments, at least seven measure tournaments since around that time frame. In five of those seven tournaments, he's gained seven or more strokes ball striking. If you gain seven strokes ball striking, that that like most people do that a couple times a year or a few times a year, perhaps. He's done it five out of the last seven, gaining more than seven strokes ball striking. It's, it's truly incredible. The putter is always a worry for him, but uh, at this course, I'm willing to overlook that because team no putt is, is somewhat in play. The last outright I have is Cam Davis at plus 2,500, uh, also 25 to one, of course. Uh, listen, uh, we, we, I'm sure you guys talked about Cam Davis earlier. I think he's a great play. I think this is a good course fit for him. Uh, he's off the tee game. Just like Brendan Steele, uh, you know, that Steele's good off the tee, too. Uh, it's going to flash here. See, derivative-wise, uh, Cam Davis got picked, by the way, in our draft multiple times in different derivatives. Top here, Aussie. So Let's top go. Aussie for Ben, top 20 <laughs> for me in our draft. But you, uh, see, you, you, got, you got to the window good here with Cam yeah. Davis as top Australian. You're, you're, you got a nice, nice 30 cents of closing line value right now on Cam Davis. I was really happy about this because I actually got this number yesterday, and I noticed it went, when I got this number, Cam Davis was also plus 140 in the top 20 market. Now I'm I'm usually I usually flirt with the top 40 market more than I do the top 20. But I listen. I think Cam Davis is going to do great, but I would much rather take him at plus at the same number in top Australian against Jason Day or the shell of Jason Day, Cameron Percy, Aaron Baddeley. Is that Mario Chalmers? No, it's Greg Chalmers. But, you know, same difference as it relates to Cam Davis. No offense to him and, and Brad Druitt. So give me plus 140 top Australian instead of having him having to qualify inside that top 20. And we're, we're basically doing the same exact exercise to you. <laughs> we ran through uh, through that a little bit earlier. Yes, plus 110 at, uh, at most markets right now. Uh, and then as well, as, I'm just curious too, like how do you go about for these matchups as well? Is it any different than when you're talking about matchups of the big name guys when you're going down the board here where it is? Uh, you've got the Matthew Neesmith here uh, over when Clark, is, is the process any different or does it just happen to be the names that we're looking at because it's a much smaller field here? Yeah, it, it happens to be the names we're looking at. I mean, it, it really just comes down to value. If I see a number that just doesn't look right, um, you know, the Matthew Naismith number is really close. I'll say that in terms of the, the value. I, I really like the Grillo number against John Hunt, John Hunt and Danny Willett, though. So that that's a three ball, Miliano Grillo yeah. plus 135 over John Hunt, John Hunt and Danny Willett. Let me explain that one real quick. So Grillo is actually coming in with better form than John Hunt. A couple months ago, Hunt was actually really flashing. He's regressed a little bit back to kind of the, the old John Hunt, if you will. Danny Willett just hasn't been playing well at all. I will mention this. There's a potential AMPM advantage where the Thursday morning guy guys uh, coming out might have a, a an advantage. Grillo is in the afternoon, but so is John Ha. So to the extent that advantages even takes place, the only guy in this three ball that gets the benefit of it is Danny Willett. And I don't think Danny Willett can contend with those other two. Again, Sia Najad, you follow him at Sia Najad on Twitter. Always a pleasure, Sia. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. And I, we, I like to hear that we have a lot of crossover, at least with our golf draft. So we're hoping, hoping it goes well for everybody. And we'll have you on uh, again soon here on the show. It's going to be a good week or it's going to be a bad week for all of us, I guess. One or the, one or the other. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Kelly Bidlin is one and done. Cam Davis.
That uh, I need some help. I need some help. But just quickly, his first round leader bets. I didn't think we we didn't get to. But we did he's not get to on Tigala, Brandon Steele, Ryan Palmer, CT Pan, Tyler Duncan, and Jason Hadley. Uh, I know C has had a lot of success in this market this year, so uh, maybe worth tailing there. What six, seven outrights in the first round? First round leader. It's not half bad. One winner is not bad either. Uh, we'll, we'll transition to NFL next. What have Jeff and Kelly already bet? I haven't bet anything. What do these guys bet? We'll talk next. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly with Kelly Bidlin, our producer behind the glass. Jeremy Wagnall, technical director. Isaiah Von Drinkle, Wyatt Tomchek all downstairs. Sean McCollum on audio. And then Jeff Parles. I'm not sure what what facial expression wow. you're just making there, Jeff, but what, what did you just stumble across? No, I, I just, again, Twitter is a very interesting thing every once in a while. And apparently Pat Narduzzi, who is the head coach of the Pittsburgh Panthers, of course, in college football. I do remember a time when that happened. Legitimately went on a podcast and said this to Mark Whipple, who is the offensive coordinator, who remember Pitt was legitimately awesome on offense last year. Kenny Pickett went from being a fourth round pick to a, the only first-round quarterback there was, because partially a part of what Mark Whipple did. Here's what Pat Tartusi had to say. By the way, Whipple's now in Nebraska as the OC there for Scott Frost. Our old offensive coordinator had no desire to run the ball. Everyone knew it. He was stubborn. Blake Forrest was 118th in run defense, and we threw the ball every down. When we ran it, we ran it for 10 yards, but that wasn't good enough. Keep in mind, Pitt scored a hearty 45 points against Wake. Like, I, I, look, I really don't like when college coaches do ridic- say ridiculous things like that. Like, part of the reason, again, Narduzzi was kind of on the hot seat going into last year. Part and of and lucked your, out with part an of amazing your quarterback. Job is safe is because Mark Whipple was so good last year. Like, just a I, complete, a uh, com- not to throw the Michael Scott line out there, but a complete lack of self awareness there. Yeah. I mean, I know Ke- like Kelly knows this from his days in Tallahassee, covering covering those Knowles like mm-hmm. and, and other ACC affiliated teams. the The funniest thing to me is when you get the coach who's essentially just a politician, who's just a, like he doesn't like. There's nothing there in the game management. It's all crouton and it's all hype. Get him hyped before the game, and that's basically it. And great speeches and great press conferences. Are you referring to the great Bobby Bowden? No, no, no. I'm this? just saying, like there are a lot of. <laughs> that's kind of true. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, by the end, by the yeah. end, by the end, old Bobby. Bobby's was pretty last much a ten politician. years, it was very much that. By the end, Bobby Bowden was that way. Actually, I should give credit to the podcast because this is actually makes it even better. It's uh, the podcast was was a uh, was a video stream podcast called Black and Bazzy's Black and Gold Banter. And it's sponsored by Schultz Ford in Pennsylvania. So there you go. There. Wow. Look that's, at where that, look that's where at, that came Jeff from. Doing the deep, deep digging. On I, have story to give, I have to give Bazzi the, the credit there. Way to, get, way, to, way to do your due diligence as a, uh, with, as a now, responsible now, now, sports media. Manager. Now we're going to go into what quite possibly are the two worst bets I have ever made in oh. futures markets. It is. Right, Kelly? NFL. Is that safe to say? 
Uh, who knows? It, Time look, will it, tell, Let's, my let's be real here. It is, it is ridiculous NFL futures season. I mean, that's really what we're into right now. I, as a personal rule, I don't make any bets pre-August 1, pre-at least one week of, of preseason. So nothing for me yet. But you je- now explain this because you the context here does, okay, does so matter. Con- You're not just con- wildly this making is these not, bets. I am not going out there and putting full unit plays on this because that would be reckless and stupid and a waste of money for these. When I was on vacation, went through a lot of the newer jurisdictions. Felt like a I went tour through to all force, of them. So tour to speak, force, so there. to speak. Yes, and I had a few wagers that I again. Oh, I wonder how the Tour de France did today. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to do a segment on it. <laughs> anyway, I, I, had, I had to make some wagers before getting back to Nevada. I didn't feel like driving to Arizona after I'd been on a flight for three hours and 15 minutes because both of these expired the day after I got back from vacation. So I was like, all right, I'll make these before going to lovely O'Hare in Chicago. And what I came up with were two just bombs here. And they are not the prettiest oh. of bets here. Whoa. And they're not big bets. They're bets that, again, were used off promotional things that you had to use at the book. And I landed on two AFC East quarterbacks that were the third and fourth best quarterbacks in said division last year. The two at Tonga at 60 to win the MVP, 60 to 1. And then Zach Wilson at 100 to 1. I didn't even get a good number on that because it was 150 to 1 out there at some shops. Very simple. Tua's, to me, actually, you have it. There is a path to Tua's one where Miami greatly overachieves. Tua looks really good with Tyreek Hill and, obviously, Waddle there. So, two legitimate mm-hmm. top, what would you say, 15 wide receivers? Top 20 wide receivers in those two guys? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And Tua really turns it around, and Miami somehow wins the AFC East. I mean, hey, if Tua's arm is as good as Tyree Kill keeps saying it is, yeah, no, I again, mean, this Kill's might be a no sweat for you, team, man. This team, again, I guarantee you in five months from now, these will be so done. Well, again, and no. Finished. Free, uh, free and finished. Free bet, Wilson one, The Wilson one is, again, the path to that would be the Jets wildly overachieved, make the playoffs, and it's because of him. Now, I think the Jets are maxing at an eight-win team, so there probably were better ways to put my money and. Another one of these free bets that I had, I used on Pete Alonzo to win the NL MVP, which probably doesn't look good now, but at least has a better shot than these two. And again, these are small wagers that I had to use in the newer jurisdictions. If I was out here, I would not have made these. I would be more likely to make the two of one right now more than I would the Zach Wilson one at these prices, Kelly. And there will be more over the next few weeks. A lot of these big bets, and, and the one I'm mad at, I wish I got in Baltimore earlier when the numbers came out to win the AFC North. That was the bet. If you had over $2 on Baltimore to win the AFC North, you did great. That was the best bet this whole offseason, yeah. and I was just stubborn and didn't bet it. I don't disagree with that. That, I, that would be a good bet to make. That, that is not one that's on my card. Uh, if we switch Ravens over down to, to plus mine, 160 for what, yeah, that, for what it is that, worth. That's now. fair. That's about Much right. Fairer now you want to actually consider a Bengal bet at plus 190. Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so, yeah, a couple of mine, uh, if we're just looking at my team futures here. So, Broncos, 
uh, to win the AFC eight to one, and then Super Bowl seventeen to one. Those were right and jumped right in front of when the Russell Wilson news was coming out. So uh, you know those numbers what were very unavailable have swung back in their direction a little bit. So uh, you know I don't think you could find exactly that anymore, but you could actually find somewhat close to it. Am I feeling as confident in them now as when I made them? No, because we've seen everything everybody else in the AFC West completely load up. Uh, my Vikings bets I'm still in love with, though. Uh, and Russell Wilson MVP, I did make that one as well. Plus 325 is an awesome number on Minnesota. Yeah, yes. And uh, for about the fourth or fifth straight year, I will have I a Minnesota, how many straight years. I, I will have Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings preseason futures that I'm sure will get home like they just always oh, do. Yeah. Was that pre-Devontae Adams leaving? Green Bay. Um, I cannot remember exactly. I can't. I can't lie to you. There are too many bets exactly. in the Kelly Bidlin. It really is. Well, you know how it goes, you know how it goes, especially during the summer. We're kicking around so many NFL markets every week. Once a week, you like, you find one you really like. You talk yep. yourself into. You make the bet. You move on. So yeah, I played them. One not on here. Uh, Vikings wise, I did actually play last week over their alt win total over ten wins uh, at plus one ninety five. I think that's a good way to play that. Really, two team division up there in the NFC. North. I think the Packers are going to be a bit down this year. I think the Vikings are going to be a bit up. Then the heck with what their win total is. I'm going to I'm going to shoot for over the alt win total at plus 195 for more of that plus money. I will also probably add Kevin O'Connell as coach of the year. Was talking about that with a couple people here last week uh, on the show. I think that's a great idea too. If you like the Vikings, you can find him around 20 to one. Uh, so I will be stacked with Vikings futures this year, uh, pr- probably over there. And then we've got uh, let's see, I've got Kirk Cousins to win MVP at 101. Oh. So another uh, right. another Vikings one. And a lot of these, a lot of the ones I'm about to get to are more longer shot picks that I think if you're really, really throwing money around. Where did you get the 100 on Cousins? Uh, I think at William Hill, somewhere here in town. Great dumber. Jeff, didn't you make a, a bet midseason last year on Cousins? Yes, I, at, I, like, I let Jason Weingarten talk me into that one. That, that one did not work. So, yeah, a couple of these are just longer shot ones. Preseason, I think when we always talk about the shorter shots in market, you can probably get better numbers somewhere in this in season. But I think if you want to load up, and Matt, Matt Brown's been doing a ton of this on MVPs, Offensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year. But I think picking some of these long numbers early, you know, uh, before the season starts, that you might just not, if everything goes your way, you're not seeing a number this long again. So 100 to 1 on him. I got 200 to 1 on Jameis Winston uh, to win MVP. And then uh, old, old one NFL draft bet already. Will Levis, the first overall pick, uh-huh. 40 to 1. Is, that, is it disqualifying for Levis that today there was a video circulating of him putting mayonnaise in a cup of coffee and then drinking said uh-huh. cup of coffee? That's pretty gross. Isn't that disqualifying? I I feel like that's a man right there. That's a man I'd want to take number one. You know, it's a football player. I I will say the the other one. Can we just get through that segment without a mention? And of course, Jeff had. Yeah, right. The other ones I do have uh, my eye on. I will probably be making before the season starts. Something with the Saints. Something with the Eagles. Either yes on their playoffs or over on their win total. Chargers. I think I will go over on their win total as well. I I will add this. I am more than likely going to have a bunch of Raiders futures. Okay. They're the one thing hey, that I can, think uh... is undervalued in the market. So those are coming. It won't be just those two ridiculous MVP bets for me by the yeah. time the season actually, starts. And there is a Kirk Cousins prop I would actually advocate for that there's a pretty good number on as well. We'll finish the NFL discussion next. Maybe get into our MLB thoughts as well for tomorrow. Baseball's finally back tomorrow. We'll do that when we wrap up the show next. Next. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, which include Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, plus premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. We're finding there are books now in uh, Nevada that are offering some pretty ridiculous props now, Jeff. Teams to have, what was it, Kelly, that uh, on the, the 10 or more? Oh, I don't think ridiculous at all. It's great to see. I'm just what, saying, but what, we what think of it Hill? as ridiculous because we're not used to them here, but books are adding more and more in Nevada, which is awesome. Yeah, William Hill getting creative. I'm just looking because I'm, I'm searching for Coach of the Year odds now so oh. I, can, I can complete my, my Vikings, sure. all sure. my Vikings bets. Get you the hat. Yeah, yeah, get me a hat. Yeah, get exactly. The, get the horn. But, uh, yeah, they've, they've listed every team, I think, for 10-plus wins. So even if you're looking for a different way to bet, yes, no playoffs or all-win totals or whatever, well, if so you're in Nevada, separate, it's an it's interesting one to check. It's a separate line on 10-plus wins. That's really interesting. Okay. 
The point I was going to make on Kirk Cousins, I, I actually think there is a case to be made. At DraftKings, I'm seeing it right now, 18-1 to 1 most passing yards for the regular season. I think there actually is a case like to be made on, on, for Cousins on no that. No problem with that. The whole Minnesota thing, and we, we talked about this, uh, it was NFC North Day yesterday on a numbers game oh, for, for me. Very nice. And the biggest thing with Minnesota really just comes down to what is Kevin O'Connell? Is Kevin O'Connell a big improvement over what we saw from Mike Zimmer? Or is O'Connell one of these guys who just got a job because he was on Sean McVay's staff? We're going to find that out. It may take a little bit, but if O'Connell is good right away and they catch lightning in a bottle out of the chute, Minnesota winning the NFC North and Kelly's awesome plus 325 is going to have a great shot. And O'Connell's going to have a real shot to win the, win the coach of the year. It's funny. The coach of the year markets, there is a realistic argument that the two best bets early in the year are two NFC North coaches, O'Connell and, and, and Campbell. Now, there are a lot. There are too many people that are too high on Detroit, where I think Detroit, I think Detroit going 7-10 seven and, seven and 10 would be awesome for them. But Detroit going 7-10, other than getting their win total over 6.5, Man, Campbell's not winning coach of the year if they go 7-10. and 10. Now, if Minnesota wins the NFC North, Kevin O'Connell is probably, in, at worst, in the top two at that point, depending on what some other guys do, depending on really the, 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 the biggest thing in coach of the year is if somehow Jacksonville is in a, in a playoff chase and Doug Peterson really improves Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's not that He's happen. the one guy that could mm-hmm. really – Throw a wrench into this whole market. You look at this is also the second page now. So O'Connell twenty to one, and that's pretty that's pretty widely available there at the DraftKings twenty to one. Yeah, I am always hesitant on these these first year coaches, and I mean I I'd also argue it's not like we really know yet on Zach Taylor, even though look it took a, he he looked pretty pretty miserable. Now, granted, uh, every situation is different, but a guy who looked totally and that's probably the closest comp you can have, Jeff, as far as a if you're just looking at resume comparisons. Zach Taylor, Kevin O'Connell, guys pretty similar in that they are both young under the under the Sean McVay tree and are were viewed as these new you know new wave type of offensive thinking minds really. But I mean Taylor was ugly for two years and I don't know you know I don't know if we're still convinced that even even with the great heater they went on at the end of the year and through the playoffs, if if long term he's going to be a successful coach. I'm always just naturally hesitant. That's why I'd look more at the, some of these player totals. I'm just hesitant on these first-year coaches. We see it – I mean, we talk ourselves into a lot of these guys, but we see it every single year with the new coaches where the game management takes time. And that's why, like, you know, Kelly, your numbers on Denver are great. I, I just wonder how long – you know, could you find, could you find better in-season numbers with Denver where – Nathaniel Hackett, I'm sure there's going to be a learning curve. He's really never – this is a guy who was you know, working with Aaron Rodgers and never had true play-calling yeah, duties sure. with Matt LaFleur. Like, that's going to take some time. Same sure. with Russell Wilson learning a new offense. So that's where I always look at these and I say, well, could you, could you do better in season? Oh, d- I totally. Think he will I, mean, with, I think he will with Denver. The, I mean, the one to keep in mind with that was – I mean, that was me getting in front of Russell Wilson going there and then right, think about right. how much has happened in the AFC West no question. since Russell Wilson went to the Broncos. Basically every other move that we've seen this offseason. Yeah. No, I, 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 get, I get where you're coming from. That's just my, my view. So, like, I'm not going to have a – I won't have a bet on any of these first-year coaches. Not, we, that I, we, not that I expect them to all be Art Shell on the sideline. We, we just look completely 
aghast and have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. It's just there's a learning curve there. And sure, we were talking a little bit about the AFC West the other day. Jeff, I know you're high on the Raiders. Like, if you told me the top two teams in that division by the end of the season were Chargers and Raiders, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I, no. You know what I mean? And it's Broncos and the Chiefs bringing up the rear. Hey, look, look, I am I'm low on Denver in comparison to everyone else because get, Hackett didn't even call plays. So right. you're in a scenario where you got a guy who's a first-time head coach calling plays again, new town for a guy who has played his whole career in one town. Again, Russell Wilson could very well be the same quarterback that he is, but he was in Seattle. But we only saw that, what, we saw that the last two weeks of the season last year, and that was it? I know he had the, the finger injury mixed in there, but I'm a little bit more concerned about Denver, and I'm not entirely sold on Denver having an elite, elite defense like some want to say. And the Raiders... I mean, I know everyone points to it. The Raiders last year, oh, they won all the close games. They were lucky. Okay, they're significantly better this year than they were a year ago. That roster is much better than it was a year ago. And you know what? Josh McDaniels is going to be a better head coach this go-around than he was the first go in Denver. So, look, I, Kelly, I'm with you. It wouldn't shock me if the Chargers win the West, the Raiders are in second, and then Kansas City is lucky to get in as the seventh seed in the AFC with Denver not even in the playoffs. Like, that wouldn't stun me one bit. You you are going to eventually get, get some. I'm gonna that, have is some, that going to be the I, first team you put a team future on? I will, have, I will have Raiders futures. It's just a matter of what. And it's very opposite of what I've done with them in the past. But, again, I thought, I thought Gruden was antiquated as a head coach. And, I mean, you made the playoffs with – a special teams coordinator coaching the, the back end of your yeah. season. What are you going to do when you have a real coaching staff in there? You're probably going to be pretty good. Can't besmirch the good name of Rich Bisaccia. He was great. What I mean, the, it also thinks to like the thing I keep coming back to is we had like we were both on the Browns last year. As was I know Matt Brown was on the Browns. I Kelly, were you you were on you had Cleveland pieces of Cleveland last year. Not last year. Not Kelly's yeah. trying to remember. Yeah. What, not what, 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 la- right. Yeah. Not I, last. I see the year. exercise. I always start with for this is okay. What is the team that that in the like analytically makes a lot of sense? Personnel makes a lot of sense. Everybody in the betting space is on that is going to disappoint. And it's a really hard question to answer. But that's where you kind of start because right. If like if you were last year, everybody seemingly was on Cleveland. If you were going against them and you were trying to fade that, well, obviously within that division there would be other options. So, like, can we say is I mean Detroit is is there are they really that team? Isn't Philadelphia kind of the leader in the clubhouse this year, guys, for the team that everybody is is steaming? Yeah, but I think Philadelphia is actually going to be good though. Yeah, but we they, said the same thing about I'm, the point is we said the same right, thing about Cleveland. Right, yeah. We literally had the same conversation. Ben, no, I, 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 on no, what I'm saying is I don't think that's the team. I you think don't think the, it's Philadelphia? No, I okay. think the team that is getting steamed in the betting markets that people think are going to overachieve, and they very well may not, is Detroit. And I know it's weird to say about a team that's not going to be realistically in the playoff chase, but I mean, I Dan have... Campbell's the number one bed and coach of the year markets. Yeah. Over six and a half at, at, at Caesars for Detroit was the most bet season win total. Like, I think that's the one if we're looking from a team that is overbet to a My question is just, does, does that qualify? If you're talking about a team. If you want to yeah, have that yeah. qualify, that's fine. Not yet. But, but if I'm just going in that, in that scenario, I would say the Lions, I think the Eagles are going to have a real chance to win the NFC. So I don't think that's the team, even okay. though I understand your sentiment. I, I mean, I think they do win the NFC East. But, but Ben, I think it's to, to your point, there's always been that – 
voice in the back of my like I was the guy saying that kind of after the draft that I, I really liked them, mm-hmm. but couldn't get there on a bet. The odds have gotten worse and worse in every market that I've looked at right. as more and more and people that you know that I do respect right are talking them up. And it's, well, we just went over all my NFL futures. No Eagles bets have been made yet. Right. And as the numbers continue to get worse and worse, maybe they don't end up having anything in the, in the futures market on them. Right. And it's all, I think, a good exercise in not trying to outsmart yourself or overthink it, where you start looking, trying to compare, okay, what do people love and should I be wary of that? Because we know the seasons usually don't play out on paper or the way we think on paper, how it actually ends up in real life. It's just, like, I would say the leaders in the clubhouse for that, Eagles, Chargers, right? I yeah, I, Eagles, Chargers, Lions. I mean, Jets, Lions, right. Lions, Lions have definitely be been mix. mentioned a ton. There's no doubt about that. Jet, I mean, Jets a little bit, but it's not like the market hasn't really moved too much. It's, but that was more of a post-draft thing. By the way, Jets. we talked about no sports today. I mentioned darts last night from DraftKings Sportsbook. One better turned $20 into over 1300 with a 10-play Moneyline darts part. Now, that's how you do it, Jeff. A new meaning for throwing darts. <laughs> see what he did there, Ben. Wow. I see um, what he did there. Uh, that, that's it. I'm going that's, oh, how gosh, that's, that's how you end the show. Jeff gets one a night, <laughs> did it tonight with five seconds to spare the show. All right. It's the nightcap. Coming up next, we say so long here from Prime Time Action on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.